A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everybody, I'm Kim Holderness. And I'm Ben Holderness. Thank you so much <laughs> for choosing to consume the Holderness Family Podcast across whatever platform you've chosen to consume it on. I made him, this is our this take, is take two. Take two because he came out of the gate real fast and it was making me, it was a lot of energy. I love energy. You know, let's play a little clip of that real quick, Max. Positive energy is going to be a big part of what we talk about today. And I also had a cup of coffee a few minutes ago. Just oh, start wow, over. Wow, guys. I, um, okay. okay. So this is this was better. Do we this all agree? Better. For podcasts, um, you want to be a little more chill. Yeah, you don't want to like slap somebody across the face with just like with your brain. With your brain. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us today. We are talking all about how the ADHD brain hyperfocuses. And so for the rest of us who aren't diagnosed with ADHD, although I swear to God, I have some like life acquired ADHD, I I would love to harness the hyper-focus. Right. So we're going to be talking about that today. Yeah, I'm excited about this. Before we get to it, we want to thank those of you who are continual, habitual viewers of this Listeners. podcast. They listen to it. They don't view Listeners, it. Listeners. So you might just view... Your phone. you staring at it <laughs> while you're... That would be weird. Just That'd that... Weird. <laughs> just a picture of us on yeah. the thumbnail. No, for listening. A special thanks to those who leave reviews. That is a big part of of boosting the visibility of this podcast, and it's yeah. good for business. Let's put it that way. Like, yeah. if you leave a review, you're basically like leaving us a twenty five percent tip at a restaurant, which is really nice. Yeah, and it it is cringy. Like, I mean, it when it comes down to it, we can do that. We I I will maintain that we may retire from the internet one day, but I think we will always have a podcast. Like even if it, the microphone isn't plugged in, we're yeah. going to be in the retirement home, like just, just talking, talking and interviewing people. Like the like, little kid from wet hot American summer. Yes. Who just, has like a radio show that nobody, you, you find yeah. out at the end that it's not even plugged in. Yeah. yeah that, that's exactly. going to be us. But anyway, so do you want to read that review? Sure. This is from Egen PNW and thank you. Uh, this is the podcast I want to listen to when I need to feel connected, 
uplifted, informed, and entertained. Mm -hmm. Regardless of how you come to meet Kim and Penn, whether through silly videos, The Amazing Race, or their book, they feel like the friends you want to hang out with every Aww. weekend. They're super approachable and funny, goofy, and dorky, yes. you know, just like the rest of us. Thank you, Kim's mom, for changing your name and putting <laughs> I that know, I in was the like, review. I feel like that, first of all, <laughs> that's that so is nice. so nice. It is. And it feels weird to read those, but we've been told if you read them, then people do it. Anyway, moving on from that. Also, another shameless self-promotion. Keep an eye out, guys. Keep an eye um, out. We have been working so hard. Working hard. On a lot of fun stuff over here at Team Holderness. Our shop is going to be relaunching like any day now. Um, and finger crossed, fingers crossed, our new game, Family Face-Off, is going to be available for pre-order and in time for the holidays. And we've been working so hard on both of those things. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, go to theholdernessfamily.com slash newsletter. Um, or you just go to theholdernessfamily.com. There could be a pop-up. And we don't bombard you. We get you like once a week. And it's basically like the stuff we posted that week plus like a little letter. Um, so that way if you are doing the thing and focusing on your mental health and logging off social media more often, you can still – you know, kind of keep in touch with all this stuff. And that's where we send like the, you're the first to know Love it about stuff like that. Love it. Well, we've got that all out of the way. Yes. Let's you. talk, let's talk about hyperfocus. Yes. Uh, this podcast is part of Kim's personal mental awareness month that she's, I love this though. So you, uh, first of all, I just, I think you're an amazing writer. You're sweet. I think that you, you're incredibly authentic. I'm sure you've heard this before. You're also eloquent. You do a great job with words. You are the daughter of an English teacher and the wife of of, of a real visionary. Engl I'm joking. Um, no, you're you are the you're the daughter of an English teacher, and it shows. And I love reading your blogs, and I've really enjoyed this particular journey. And I want to thank you for inviting me to take part in some of these things yeah. that we've talked about during Kim's personal mental health awareness month. Now, mental health awareness. It's like, it's like a focus and it's very selfish. I felt like, so, so what should we call this? I don't know. But so what I'm doing is first of all, I love, I, I love a goal and I love something ambitious and I felt like writing something every single day was a little ambitious. And then you guys, I'm such an idiot. Like on the second, I'm like, I'm going to blog every single day. On the second day of September, I had a wrist surgery. And it turns out you need. What do you, what do you need for blogging? Uh, uh, Your fingers. You know, we, we've discovered that like two hands is ideal, but right. one hand is fine. And um, I'm such an idiot. Well, also, let, let, I'll put it this way. Has anyone else been in this situation where like the doctor, when they talk about the surgery, <gasps> they always say like, ah. It's fine. No, so you'll be you'll be back to full strength in like twenty minutes. Yeah. So I so the whole thing, and I, I blogged about it, you guys. Um, I when I was flipping those flipping stones this is crazy. on the Amazing Race, and it took me two and a half hours, and I have just dainty little wrists, but it was that, that motion of like the the forward flip and um like and, revving a motorcycle handle. Yeah, over for and two over and a half hours yeah. with like really heavy. I mean, they were heavy. So my wrists starting that day were super swollen through the remainder of the race and afterwards. Mm -hmm. Like they, and I have to say the Amazing Race is amazing. Their production team, they kept checking in on me. Like, are you okay? Are you okay? My right wrist got better. It was fine. But then my left wrist like never felt good after that. 
And then, and then there was a thing that popped and up. And there's a thing that popped up. I'm like, oh, it's like one of those like ganglion cysts, which is like the worst word to even say. Um, and so I go to a doctor and he's like, oh, no, that's not a that's not a cyst. That's a bone. I was like, what? He goes, yeah, you have like a tendon and a bone and there's like a fatty, like he took an x-ray of it. And he's like, oh, quick, he's all ready to get rid of it. Quick surgery, super simple, like 30 minutes, super simple. Well, what he meant was it was simple for him. Like it was simple for him to perform. For me, <laughs> That's... it was very painful. <laughs> right. And you started getting an idea of that when the doctor's like, oh, yeah, it's like going to get a popsicle or something. <laughs> and then the nurse calls and is like, you need clean sheets. She's like, the, what? N- n- and you had, are you, do you have clean sheets in your bed? I was like, why? I, I can clean them. Um, and she's like, yeah, you don't want to get infected and the infection rates and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, my God. And she's like, and do you have... And she, she, have she you filled out your will? And, yeah, well, I think that's standard. <laughs> but like all these things, I was like, wait, is this a big deal? She's like, you won't have use of your hand for a while. I was like, oh my gosh, which I'm, I'm an idiot. Uh, anyway, okay. it's fine. It's fine. So. Well, you can you can uh, podcast without your hand. Yes, we but I have been blogging. I'm very proud of myself. They've kept to it and it's been fun. And so I just wanted to focus on my mental health and kind of keep myself accountable. I love to write and create. And yeah, there are days that, it's basically my mom reading it, but then there are days where a lot of people read it and it's, it's been great. And it's forced me to, it's like a, I've said in public pretty much like I'm going to meditate every day. I'm going to go on my mental health walk every day. I'm going to delete apps from my phone. Like I've said all these things. So now I have to do them and it's working. The The daily meditation thing, I've been meditating every day and it freaking works. And it's so annoying that it works. Because why? Because it's work. Because you have to do it. Because you have to do it. Well, don't you feel? Isn't it sort of? There's like an immediate pleasure that you get from it. I don't know if you You know. Think so? I don't know if I am. Yes, yes, I feel better. But I think there's a productive. It's this weird to take, and I can only really sit still for ten, fifteen minutes. But if you take that, you're like, oh, I'm so busy. I'm so busy. I can't take ten, fifteen minutes just to sit still. But in reality, I believe, like yesterday we worked from, we started shooting at nine. We didn't wrap until 8 p.m. Yeah. And we were, and then we came back and edited and I did the graphic part and you edited till like 10, 30, 11. And I was kind of energized. Yeah. And I think that's, I think the, the daily meditation has allowed me more, I know it's like a little buzz and it's like a little caffeine hit and I've been more productive with it. Well, that is certainly possible. Yeah. Uh, another possible reason. You ready for this segue? This is going to be one of the best segues I've ever oh done. God, I'm so ready. Another possibility mm-hmm. is that your brain, because everyone's got a little bit of ADHD, mm-hmm. was looking for something that was challenging and of personal interest and of urgency and difficult that would kind of release that dopamine, which is an, an immediate energy hit in your brain. Yeah. So because we had like a really tough project to complete, you were able to channel, Kim, your version of hyperfocus. Oh, good segue. I know I think it's you're absolutely possible. right because it had all the the trappings of the things that people with ADHD need. Mm-hmm. Um, something I I know that you need something novel, like a challenge, uh, like all, and then a time deadline. All of those things. It, that is that's my ideal day. Right. I mean, we had a you know a twelve hour day or more. It was you know right. a fourteen hour day, but 
I loved it. That's it was my ideal day. I did too. And those days don't always happen, and they can't always happen. Oh no! But you you've got a little bit of of that type of brain with you, and so that's what we're that's what we're mainly going to talk about today is the phenomenon of hyperfocus. We have talked about trying to destigmatize ADHD repeatedly ad nauseum. Apologies if you're getting sick of it. I'm I'm not sick of it because it's still out there. It's mm-hmm. still called ADHD, and um. Every little bit of it, I think when you look at the, you look into the zeitgeist and you look at the way that the world views it, it is still largely negative. Mm -hmm. There is a phenomenon called hyperfocus, right? That I I want to acknowledge that it's not always good. It causes people to daydream. It causes people to space out. It causes my son and also me, it's the reason I don't play video games, to lose track of time like playing video games. Mm-hmm. It might make you good at video games, but that may not be what you want. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, if you if you use it the right way, hyperfocus, I believe, should be an asset. But look up hyperfocus. What's If you want to really know what hyperfocus is, is, are you guys like me, the first place you do is you just look up Wikipedia, like see what it says? Uh, sure. Uh, I mean, if you don't have a doctor around. Mm. So I did that, and as I expected, it was a largely negative connotation when you look it up i'm going to read you what it says hyperfocus is an intense form of mental concentration or visualization that focuses consciousness on a subject topic or task that sounds good right Mm -hmm. the next sentence psychiatrically it is considered to be a trait of adhd together with inattention and it has been proposed as a trait of other conditions such as schizophrenia and autism spectrum disorder and then goes into... I don't hear negativity in that. I think that's just fact. Well, if you keep going, it basically shows that the inattentive symptoms occur daily. Here's what mm-hmm. it says. has been uh, termed hyper-focus. And then they talk about daydreaming. And they talk about addiction to video games. And they don't say anywhere in Wikipedia, hey, this is a good thing. Yeah, and we could all use some of it. Right. Okay. Um, I mean, there are other articles. I didn't do any research on this, mm-hmm. by the way, I just put together a list of personal things that I do to try to channel it. And then I, it's funny, I went back and looked on you know, WebMD and ADDitude, and they had similar articles about this. So I'm not the only person thinking this. Yeah. But let's but talk about some seen, positives. Yeah, we, I mean, we won the amazing race and many of the challenges required like this crazy hyper focus. And you could see other teams were just so frenetically running around pacing and you zoned in as if nothing else was going on anywhere was going on. And we thought I was going to be like the attention to detail person. It was you, you were the attention to detail person and it was such an asset to have that. So yeah, we will be right back. Don't go anywhere. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. This episode is brought to you by IQ Bar. Penn, you know I'm always looking for a snack that's both nutritious and tasty. Both a little snacky, yes. Uh, But of course, the healthy stuff tastes like sand, and the stuff that tastes good isn't healthy, right? Not IQ Bar. Their plant protein bars are a quick, low-carb option that I love to grab for my midday slump. 
So start each day right with IQ Bar's brain and body boosting bars, hydration mixes, and mushroom coffees. Their ultimate sampler pack includes all three. Get seven IQ Bar flavors, four IQ Mix flavors, and four IQ Joe flavors. And today, our listeners get an exclusive offer for 20% off plus free shipping. Just text Holderness to 64000, which is 64000. All IQ Bar products are entirely free from gluten, dairy, soy, GMO, and artificial sweeteners. Plus, they're packed with high-quality ingredients to keep you physically and mentally fit. And they have a bunch of delicious flavors like chocolate sea salt, which is my favorite, peanut butter chip, and wild blueberry. Don't forget over 10,000 five-star reviews and counting. Refuel smarter with IQ Bar's Ultimate Sampler Pack. That's seven IQ Bars, four IQ Mix sticks, and four IQ Joe sticks. And now our special podcast listeners get 20% off all IQ Bar products plus free shipping. To get your 20% off, just text HOLDERNESS to 64000. Get your discount. Text HOLDERNESS to 64000. That's HOLDERNESS to 64000. Message and data rates may apply. See terms for details. This show is sponsored by Care Of. Pen. The birds are singing. Mm-hmm. The the buds are on the tree. Yes. Winter is finally turning into spring. Yeah, you're a big fan of the spring. And you know, I also love the sun finally coming out from hiding. And you know me. The cold weather just wreaks havoc on my skin, my energy levels, everything. And that is why you've... Kim, you've been trying the Care Of Vitamin Packs? Yep, they have these daily packs that you can take on the go, like ceramides, which help reinforce your skin's protective barrier, and iron for energy levels. Yeah, it's awesome because all you do to get started is take a short online quiz about your lifestyle and your health goals, and Care Of will give you doctor-backed recommendations. And they ship high-quality, personalized vitamins, supplements, and powders conveniently to your door every month. And something new at Care Of, if you're not yet ready to subscribe to monthly packs, some of their best-selling vitamins are now also available in bottles. For 50% off your first Care Of subscription order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter code HOLDERNESS50. That's 50% off your first Care Of subscription order at TakeCareOf.com and use code HOLDERNESS50. Well, let's start with this. You touched on it before. We really shine the neurotypical ADHD brain or anyone who even has a little bit of it. And sometimes you could say everyone shines when three things are met. And at the amazing race, these things were constantly met. Uh, That is, it has to be something, number one, new or exciting, Mm -hmm. something you've never had before, novel, Mm -hmm. that really kind of gets your brain excited. Number two, challenging or difficult. Mm -hmm. It's overtly difficult, the, the challenges they give you in the race. And number three, it's of personal interest or benefits you. Right. Someone's filming me. There's a million dollars on the line. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be of personal interest. So there is no example better than being on the amazing race of filling all three of those things, thus bringing out ideal conditions for hyperfocus. What I want to talk about today is how to do this when those things aren't right. happening, right? Because most of the time, the work that you do on a daily basis doesn't fill all three of those things, does it? Well, the closer I, you are to it, the happier you're going to be with work. But. Right, but let's talk about it. I mean, I've had, I love this job, but I've had a lot of jobs in which my only interest in it was the paycheck every two weeks. Like mm-hmm. I did not feel fulfilled or challenged, particularly challenged. Right. So it is it is pretty impossible to to check all three boxes on the daily. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. let's say that those things aren't being checked. Yeah. How do you channel, how do you 
make hyperfocus exist for you. Let's do it. For me, I set a mental timer. I try to beat a record. I I try to I try to outperform either my expectations or other people's expectations of me to complete this. Like, hey, do you think you can get this done in two hours? Sure. Not only that, I'm going to do an amazing job and try to get it done in an hour and a half. Okay. So I can move on and do something else. So you're competitive with yourself. Yes. I set a goal internally for myself. Um, Sometimes I say it out loud. Sometimes I write down the time when I want to finish. Those are other tools that you can, that you can have. So uh, that's, that's kind of how I help game that dopamine hit that I want to get because it's not necessarily novel. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. Also, I find that environmental factors affect me heavily. Uh, I mean, I think the obvious thing is, uh, as far as distractions are concerned, is like a television or a cell phone. Right. I just put those somewhere else. Right. I turn off notifications on my computer. Uh, For me, most of the time, completing this task is something in front of a computer. I don't open up any other uh, windows. I silence all of that. I put the temperature at 72 degrees. Yeah. Right now we're recording in like this attic space we have, and this is where Pendus is editing. It's freezing right now. I'm wearing a jacket. And I'm sorry. And and that's, yeah, I usually bring up one of those for you. I guess I could have turned it down, but for me, there there is an exact temperature. It's the temperature that I'm not thinking it's too cold or it's too hot. Because it's amazing what a distraction either of those can be. Mm-hmm. I know that you can't, you can't guarantee that. I know some people may just work in hotter environments. But the closer you can get to kind of an ideal temperature, I'm just telling you, it makes a difference in your ability to, to focus for a sustained period of time. Yeah. I get rid of food. Water, so water is the only thing. Yeah, it's funny because you will come downstairs at two o'clock and you will not have eaten all day long. <laughs> yeah, thank God for intermittent fasting, right? Like that's an okay well, thing. Now, well, now it's like, oh, I'm just intermittent fasting, but really, you need calories, but you right. don't keep food up here at all. I don't. It's one of the reasons that you uh, see me bringing a peanut butter sandwich into bed. Like oh my, my, my digestive is behind, and I'm sure someone's going to tell me that's you're get you're doing it wrong, Pen, and I'm, I, I probably am. But food, the smell of it, the taste of it takes me on a journey outside of whatever it is that I'm doing because I love food. Mm -hmm. So it's water with ice and that takes a little bit of training as well. Even coffee can, can distract you. It can take you on a, on a journey to Colombia. I don't know. It makes no sense. That does make sense. No. Okay. So it's funny because my, we got rid of the dining room in our house. We didn't, we never used it. It was like our online shopping storage space. So I put doors on it and converted into my little office space because we learned in the pandemic that everybody needed a room and I was the only one in the house that didn't have a room. So I put doors on it, but it is right next to the flipping kitchen. And so when I get stuck on something, if I'm writing and it's just, I'm, you know, I hit a block or I hit something that's just hard. The f- I go straight to the pantry. It is so annoying. And so I need to almost like create some sort of obstacle Space. course <laughs> that I have to like jump over like a, a moat around it or something. Because right. I'm never hungry when I go there. I, I'm all about eating when you're hungry. But I'm never hungry when I reach for a 
you know, a handful of. I never thought about the 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 distance of you and your office compared to my office. You have to if you I've want got two food. Floors. You, we were editing last night, and I was thirsty when we started editing. And I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna. But I finally, after like two hours, had to go get a glass of water. But it, if I was just in my office, I would have filled up my water bottle four times. You know, <laughs> I. I can't believe I didn't think about that. I feel like it's a maybe it's a blessing that my office is far away from the the office pantry, which is our kitchen, yeah, which is two pantry. floors down. Yeah. Anyway, so food that's one of them. Um, I want to spend a little time on this next one, which is addressing any frustrations. Um, I am a firm believer that hyper focus works if you can calm everything else around you, and this is. It's like if you're hyper-focusing on something for two hours, you really need to address this in the other 22, right? You need to make sure you're sleeping well. Mm -hmm. Um, You need to think about that and know that that affects your ability to Mm -hmm. hyper-focus. Exercise, if that helps reset you, that needs to be something that you do before maybe get up a little bit earlier if you have to. Or instead of like grabbing that glass of wine when you get home from work, maybe just go into the garage and do some push-ups. Like get something going, get your get your blood going. And also if there and this is more immediately before you get started, another frustration, there may be something else going on in your life that really is kind of bugging you. And for that, Kim mentioned meditation for me. I have not become a meditation master, but I have been cheating and listening to my daughter's tennis coach about gap training when it comes to like in between points, Mm -hmm. these like breaths that you can take to reset yourself. Just to give you more information, my daughter's a really good tennis player and her coach noticed that sometimes when she loses a point, she gets frustrated and goes right up to the next point. Nick Kyrgios is horrible at this, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've watched him. He's my one of my favorite tennis players, even though he's kind of a D-bag sometimes. He, he does not, he forsakes us. He doesn't reset. He doesn't take like a deep breath. And so in between tasks, whatever it is, or when I'm just about to sit down, I sit straight up and I breathe in. I hold it for five seconds. I breathe out. And I do that as many times as it takes for me to, um, to realize that I'm in the, in the now, I'm in the moment, and I'm not thinking about anything else. Well, it's a form of meditation to yeah. focus on your breath like that. Yeah. I no, mean, I, I I know it is. Uh, I just, I haven't gotten to your level. That's... By the way, I'm not a um, Jedi master meditator. I Is that the level? It's Jedi master? Jedi master. Okay. 100%. No, I, you know, I said, but focusing on your breath is super hard. Yeah. And it's a good reset. Well, I want to ask you, because I'm saying all of these things, and we, ha- she said it at the beginning, Everyone's got a little bit of ADHD and you do as well. And that's yeah. a good thing, right? Because it, it, it can lead to using this hyper-focus for the better. But I'm wondering if you feel those distractions when you're trying to get work and like, what are some of the things that you do to address that? So I think I have, and we've interviewed somebody, you know, people before about this acquired ADHD, our modern world is full of a lot of distractions. We are being bombarded with these, you know, we, these devices we carry around and the alerts on our an Apple Watch. I mean, all these, I set myself up for failure in that way. And so in that way, my attention is naturally being pulled. So I don't know if, if I went to go get diagnosed, I don't know that, I, I, I may get an ADHD diagnosis. I just don't know if it's because my brain, if I was born that way, 
or the environment in which I surround myself has done that. Has done it to you. And I don't know how to, I'm working on it, and that's part of this month, is to unravel what I've done to myself and limiting screen time, you know, starting my day with meditation. I'm limiting alcohol and what I eat and all those things. Um, But yeah, I, I find myself, like the things that work for me are so hard to implement because of where my office is that I work. It's at the bottom of the stairs. So anybody that comes downstairs comes right in. And like, so I've never, I'm never like totally closed off. Like you are, I self-inflicted. I walk myself to the pantry. I look at my cell phone. You are very good about putting your cell phone away because I will, you'll be up here and I will be gone or like the doorbell will ring and you won't hear it because you were so closed off. Yeah. And I just don't have a space. I can't blame it on the space. But I just, I, you don't keep your cell phone with you. So if today we had a repairman trying to come and he just had to wait because <laughs> you were not answering and you, because their phone was away and you couldn't hear the doorbell. So I don't have a, I haven't set myself up for success like that. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. So should we do something about that? Do you want to? How about this? If my doors are closed at the office, like you just need to chill until I'm done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know that I've adhered to that correctly, especially because they're glass doors. I'm like, oh, I can see her. I'm just going to walk in. Right. And you walk in, you sit down and you ask me a question and I'm like, oh, that's got to be annoying. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm going to stop that. But sometimes I do. I mean, life happens. And so like I've had to come up here, but it's harder to come up here. Y'all can come up here anytime you want to. Here's another thing about hyperfocus. You could come up here with a, a eight-piece band, and it's probably, as long as I don't need to move, it's not going to distract me. Like, you could come up here and write, and I wouldn't even know you're here. I could put on headphones if you ever want to come up here. But I but I also hear you, and I'm going to respect your boundary. Thank that you. door. The door's fairly new. I just thought it was kind of like a... I don't know, a decorative option? No, it was to it's, close people out. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a lovely door, and I will I will respect the door more. Respect the door. This is kind of the there's two more things that I that I do to help channel and maximize the efficiency of hyperfocus when I'm working. One of them we just did, which was talk to your loved ones about what it is that you're doing. Tell them it's hyperfocus. Tell them the challenges that you have in your life they will understand. Not only will they understand, they will they will help you. You know why? Because they love you. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how much more likely people are to help when you express your vulnerabilities and your shortcomings. Yeah. Loved ones love that crap. <laughs> so there was a, do you, are you, like Kim was, ha- like I told Kim I was having a tough time with something and she's like, that actually makes me feel better. We had this conversation a couple of weeks ago and I was like, what? And then I thought about it and wait a minute, it, it makes me feel better too when people are having a tough time with something that I'm also having a tough well, time with. Well, if there's that sort of, you know, shared, I, I thought, I think we, we talked about it, but I thought I was taking crazy pills because something was happening and I was really upset by it and you also were upset by it. But I'm like, there's a sense of community when you can both, first of all, feel safe to feel vulnerable enough to talk about something that's troubling you, but also just that, that if it's something we're both struggling in, I was like, Oh, okay. It makes me feel like I'm not crazy. So yeah. 
But uh, yesterday was a big day, and you said to me as we were driving down for the evening part of our shoot, you said, hey, my ADHD is – my no, you said my executive functioning is flaring. I'm going to forget something. Something's going to go wrong, and I just need to apologize ahead of time. Nothing went wrong with the shoot. You just forgot to get a charger at the end of the day, but yeah. that's fine. I really like that charger, though. But it's not – it hasn't disappeared. We know where it is. I know. Uh, but to your point, I have learned that saying those things out loud, not only does it help connect you with the person who is either your support system, your partner, maybe someone who's even going through the same sort of stuff that you're going through. Not only does it do that, but I think it helps me too. You know what? You know what? I will, I will kind of put an asterisk next to this. Something that you used to do a lot, but I've kind of trained you out of it. You used to treat me as your mental reminder because it, if I feel like you would say – and I, everybody does this, I think. You're like, if I say it out loud, it becomes real and we share in this burden. But you said to me on the way down to um, – or shoot, <laughs> you said, hey, I need to re- remind me to get this charger. I was also dealing with of a lot of stuff. So I – it, it it there was just it wasn't as important to me to have this charger so like it didn't it didn't even occur to me of course there are things that, like you're leaving town and I'm like hey Penn you're gonna need a passport do you know where that is there are things that I want to help you carry but you used to say hey will you remind me I have to go to this place at nine thirty next Tuesday I'm like hey dude that's a no no that's a Google Calendar yeah like that's a that's a and so you've become better about setting reminders for yourself because just telling me yeah stresses me out and i realized that i realized i forgot my charger i also remember that i asked you to remind me and i purposefully did not blame this on you <laughs> yeah you and i didn't never. say anything about it i wasn't going to say anything about it you just brought it up and uh but you're right like what's seriously like, i i was texting there, making there sure lola so had a other, ride yeah, yeah i was like making sure lola yeah. had a ride home from the tennis match right there's sure, so many other things yeah. going on and that's that's a me problem that there are a thousand ways to fix that. You can set an alarm or you can just like, you if know, you're having a- one of those hyper-focus moments, just shake your head and say, well, that was a loss for me. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I'll, I'll get it back. What We're talking about this charger a lot. <laughs> it's not that important. It's not. And it's so funny because I you? loaned it I loaned it to Anne Marie and mm-hmm. she feels really bad about it. Oh, that's not no. <laughs> and she's like listening to the podcast now, like, oh no. <laughs> Why she doesn't talk like that? Oh, yeah, she does. No, she doesn't. She does it in normally. Um, can you Her buy, character does. Can you buy a charger? Yeah, they're pretty expensive. A hyper, it's a hypercharger. What's it called? <laughs> a, what's it called? It's a, a supercharger. It's whatever. Okay, Apple, they give you the new charger, and it's like more of a of a rectangle than a square, and it's yeah. kind of thicker, and it, it just definitely charges your phone like almost entirely in 30 minutes, and when you're me... And you're filming a bunch of stuff and you're using your phone and I'm about to go out of the country. Like you need that. I wonder if I need like the weird uh, adapters where I'm going. Mm. Guys, I'm leaving the country and I'm going like, by the time this airs, I'll be back. But Oh, Anne-Marie texted, Penn, your charger's downstairs on the island. Shut up. Yes. And there's also some Traeger pulled pork in the fridge. Oh, Okay. Uh, and that's really awesome. She, and she lives like a half hour away. Well, this is not uh, help. Yeah, that is so sweet. Oh my gosh, we just had like a full circle moment. I know. So the lesson learned is <laughs> just have Anne Marie in your life. If you lose your charger, just, just have Anne Marie bring it to your house. <laughs> yeah. And everything's fine. 
That's really funny. Was and like, she, well, it was the most Midwestern thing ever. It and, was. She, and she brought food. <laughs> Why did she bring food? Because Steve made oh, because the Traeger on the Traeger. Yeah. All right. Okay, guy. That that was nobody's going to be interested in that part of the conversation. What are you talking about? People love full circle. <laughs> All right, and, that, but also, did you see? I looked at my my saw my phone, like blowing and, up, and you picked it up, and I picked it up. Yeah, I should have it turned off, but I'm glad we got that notification. <laughs> Me too, because I was just secretly just steaming about it. Not that that I forgot. Yeah, that, that you I forgot. forgot it, that I not, forgot to bring it. That, that I forgot to get it. Okay, guys, do you feel? No, do you, guys you have and one girls, more. Guys and gals, do I practice your hyper focus? Oh yeah, yeah. Mean. Thank you. That's a big one. Okay. Right. How do you practice hyper focus? Puzzles. That's yeah. just that's a simple answer. There are two that I recommend highly. That you may you may have to try something a little lower before you get to there's a great crossword puzzle maker named Brendan Emmett Quigley mm-hmm. who is it, he, he does modern references sometimes he can he can be a little PG-13 with his references but he's clever as bleep and he he does if you look everywhere he does two or three puzzles a week and he's a great crossword puzzle guy and I, then Penn is such a crossword uh, aficionado that he knows like he has favorite crossword Developers. Oh yeah, I've yeah. reached. I like because he asked for. Um, he should ask for money because it's a free website. And so I like. I'll. I'll. Uh, when the drive happens, I'll send it. And he like sends back an email. Like, hey, Penn, thanks, buddy. Aww. And I. I free. It, 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 you're a starstruck. Him versus Clooney could come to my house and be like, "What's up, Penn?" I'm like, "That's great, but you're not Brandon Emmett Quigley." <laughs> I'm more interested in that. So that, and then I found this uh, Wordle on steroids thing because Wordle wasn't enough for me mm-hmm. uh, for a, an ADHD person. Like that's just one tiny dopamine hit a day, and I need more. Mm-hmm. And I understand the whole purpose of Wordle was supposed to be like it's simple; you don't get addicted. There's just one. There's, you can only do one, right? It, it keeps you from you know you, it, it doesn't hinder your productivity, right? So good for Wordle for doing that. But Duo Trigordle, you can do <laughs> as many as you want to. Explain what duo trigordle is. It's 32 is. grids of Wordle at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a huge logic problem, just like Wordle is, but on a, on a much grander scale. The goal for me, the goal is supposed to be you want to get all 32 grids in 37 guesses, which means you have a chance to mess up five times. But you're entering letters on one and they populate on all. Yes. So, so you, you get see- the greens and the, red, the and the yellows on every single, thank you, on every single word. So you have to scroll down and say, okay, which one did I get close on? And then try to needle on that one. But getting five guesses wrong is like, I'm, I'm past that. I, I only try to get just one guess wrong. So you put a word in, you see what you got, and then you have to snake your way logically through all of the words so that you don't get another one wrong. And every day I work on it for at least 20 minutes or 30 minutes or until I get a just one wronger. I once, one time, I got a zero wronger. I don't even know what that means, and I've seen you do it, so I don't know that this it is the It means best. that my first guess happened to be in that list of 32 words. Oh, you mean like your your start word was Was on green. there, and then I didn't get a single one wrong. I cleared the entire thing out without getting one wrong. That was a special day. <laughs> For the penster. <laughs> I feel like there's, I've got video of it, if anyone wants to see it. Oh, bless Just your heart. hit me up on, um, no, don't hit me. Yeah, no. But so so those those puzzles 
particularly for me are great. I know people who like uh, Sudoku. There's also a mathematical uh, elevation of that called Ken Ken. So let me ask you something. So a puzzle, uh, these Wordle games, that practicing your AD, practicing your hyperfocus. I get it, but what's the difference between that and a video game? And because you're saying you don't play video games. Video games, I get lost. Okay, so there's a difference. So yeah. there's something that challenges your brain versus something you... I, I don't know how to put it. Like, you know what it is? The, I, here's what I think it is. I do these at the end of the day, and the, I, they're firing enough brain syn- synapses, uh, do a trigordal crossword puzzles. Is they, they make me drowsy. And they, okay. they like put me to sleep and they calm me down because I'm, I'm like, I'm working hard okay. and I'm focusing hard video games. I can play for eight hours and then look at the clock and be like, Oh crap. I thought that was 30 minutes. I lose track of time. Okay. And I think if I may posit a theory, it is that challenging novel thing that excites your brain, but there's so many dopamine hits. It's like junk food for ADHD. Mm, it's whereas like, this it's is em- like celery and peanut butter. Right. And I feel like video games for me, are empty calories. And there are probably people who can handle it and walk away, but... Our son can't. No, he can't. He has my brain. Yeah. And I hope that he gets out of it. I I mean, for me, I I just stopped playing video games. Yeah, we limit it, and he doesn't fight it. Like he he doesn't fight it. When he knows it. that. But it's there an are issue. days. I mean, gosh, the pandemic did such a number. I mean, he we, you know he couldn't see his friends, so he sat there on Facetime and played video games for. I mean, <laughs> years of his life. I feel like so. And what are you gonna do? What I mean, we you can't did, leave, buddy. You can't leave your house. And but you're at the time ten or eleven. And so I mean, one of the great things of during up uh, this is great thing about video games is you could FaceTime with other people. Right. So he was mostly with his sweet cousin. So it was a social interaction. It was a social interaction. Anyway, where that's, that's whatever. Um, so yes, Penn mentioned that he today, uh, in like two hours is flying to Switzerland for the weekend. Yeah. Um, his, I have to say, ladies, we need to take a cue from these guys. So he has hundred percent, by the way, Yeah, he has a group of college guys and they are in this uh, fantasy football league. Oh, and by the time, yep, yeah, that we wrote a fantasy football song that's very funny that will have been out by the time this airs. And the weekend after Labor Labor Day, the weekend after Labor Day, every single year, they go somewhere for the fantasy football draft. And the person who wins the draft the previous year gets to decide location. It just so happens he has a friend who now lives in Switzerland, and he says. You guys have to come here. They've been far off places. They've been back to their college town. Some are simple. Some are annoying. Um, <laughs> and so I like the positive me who loves the fact that you have so much interaction loves this for you. But it is such a pain in the ass that you're going to be gone for five days. But I love you and I hope you have fun. Okay. I love you. So that, I love you. That, that was almost great. But then you did a little bit of what I call marking your territory before you leave. <laughs> no, I no, it's it is it's great and I'm excited for you. And I but I do think that women what we need to do is just pick a weekend and say like, "Hey, the weekend after Halloween or yep. it's or or a certain weekend in the summer and that's just it. That's what it is. Give right. people a year's notice. It's on the calendar." And so it's sad because so Sam on our team, who we love and adore, and you guys have like seen and heard from her, she's getting married this Saturday. And as soon as she sent the save the date, I looked at the calendar and I was like, oh, 
Penn's not going to be able to go. Because we, you knew by last December that this was going to happen in Switzerland. I knew by 20 years ago that I was going to be out of town. Well, you were going to be out of town, but, but, but sometimes, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. yeah, but sometimes it's like, oh, if you were going to be at UVA in Virginia, like maybe you could have swung something, but yeah. like, and so I was like, and, and it is such a priority to him that very, like our daughter won't plan a wedding that weekend because <laughs> it, that is then, because most of the, you know what I mean? Like it is such a priority that nobody schedules anything. So I'm going solo to a wedding. You're going to have a blast. Oh, Are I'm going to have so me? much fun. I You're going to, like, I'm a little bit jealous that yeah, I'm missing the wedding. I, I love Sam. Like, uh, I, I don't know what the reference I can't, I don't know if I could say a daughter. I think there is like a paternal instinct there, but she's, so if you guys ever, watch any of our videos she's got some sort of thumbprint on it whether it's putting the lyrics in or even like the first edit pass or like a creative like con contribution to mm -hmm. one thing or the other she is from a different generation from us but has like she's an old soul and yeah. so i think she's got this um she's got this sort of simpatico humor mm -hmm. for all of us she's also a duo trigordal addict which <laughs> I like about her and she likes reading space books. She's, I think if I were a, um, uh, a lesbian 20 something, I would be Sam. <laughs> yeah. I so, can see that. so I I identify with her a lot, which is why I hate to, to miss. And also, also she like married, she's marrying me. I know she's, she's Laura's marrying like another version of me, which I, which I kind of love too. Laura yeah. is, I think she, I sat with her and we, uh, ADHD'd out. We, we ADHD'd out pretty hard. So um, I, by, by now she's married and she's congratulations. Married. Yeah. Uh, but you're missing it. But that's fine. But, but it's, it's, but it's this weekend. So anyway, le lesson is ladies, we need to pick a weekend and just stick with it. Initially I was like, maybe I'll make my weekend this weekend too. And then we could just get like sitters and make other people. So maybe start after this year, we could go okay. double girls, like yep. girls, guys, and we're like, so the pain in the butt factor is just left for somebody else. Yeah. I, I want to, I mean, you know how many times I've, I need you to go on more trips because if you go on more trips then I can go on more trips Yes. because I can't, I can't just have me going on trips. So ladies go on trips, call Kim. Get okay. her on a trip. Um, Penn, go to Switzerland. By the time you guys are listening to this, I have to pack. I know he has. Oh my! This is the most male thing. <laughs> he leaves about for the airport pack. in yeah. an hour, yeah, two or two, and he has not even thought about which pack. Well, I would have had been kind of busy. A Google Doc. Yeah. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.